Welcome to Divided States of Women. I'm Liz Plank. And I'm Heatha Herzog. And this week on the show, we have a really, 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 really interesting story for you. We are going to talk all about black girl magic. Yes. You know the term, right? You know what you do. Do you know what that means? Oh my gosh! Of course, it's all over Twitter. It's all mm-hmm. over Facebook. Mm-hmm. We've seen stars use it, like Shonda Rhimes, Carrie Washington, Carrie Washington, Beyonce. Hello, Beyonce. Um, yes, hello. You, we know you're one of our core listeners. Yes, um, black girl, every hashtag week. Black Girl yeah. Magic. <laughs> Um, and today, actually, on the show, we have writer and producer Aisha Turner, who found the woman who is credited with creating the phenomenon. When Kashawn Thompson was a little girl, her parents taught her to believe. Because my mom and dad read to us a lot, fairy tales and that kind of thing, I believed in magic. And she believed that black women could do the impossible. I just could not get over the things that my grandma used to do. And my aunts, I have an aunt, my Aunt Mary. I remember she would come home and teach us the latest dances. How could she do that? Like she would try to teach us different little steps and all this kind of stuff. And we would get up and we would try, but she always looked just like majestic and just regal and like she was really getting down like in my mind. So I'm like, gosh, she must be magic. She would watch her grandmother in the kitchen. And then my grandmother could turn like these ugly little yams into like the best sweet potato pie I ever tasted. And to this day, bless her soul, to this day the best sweet potato pies I ever tasted in my life. So as a little girl, I thought that was magic. Her grandma, her aunt, her mom, these women work their magic every day. Kashan is credited with being the creator of the Black Girl Magic Hashtag, a social media movement that celebrates Black womanhood. It is a declaration of our strength and our perseverance and resilience in a world that would rather not hold us up and see us do well. For example, let's say your sister gets a job promotion. That's Black Girl Magic. Or you perform your poetry on stage for the first time. Black Girl Magic. Michelle Obama doing pretty much anything is Black Girl Magic. We do and know and feel and accomplish things, and people don't even really understand how we move in this world, but we get it done. And when I started saying it, I was thinking specifically about not so much the struggle, but just the everyday living, you know, because every day isn't a struggle. It doesn't have to be. I'm trying not to speak in (laughs) A-A-V-E, but that's my native language, so sometimes I slip in and out of it. That's fine. Talk how you want to talk. <laughs> we just be getting stuff done. You know, that's what we do. Kashana long internalized this idea that black girls are magic ever since she saw her grandmother in the kitchen and her aunts dancing in the living room. But really what prompted her to share it with the world was an upsetting Psychology Today article. There was an article that came out by some quote-unquote psychologists that said that black women were the least attractive of all the people on the planet. And I think that kind of did it for me. You know, if I didn't know it to be true with all these black women and black people I grew up around, then it couldn't be true. Kashan had grown up in Washington, D.C., back in a time when Chocolate City was still a fitting nickname. I was deep in black culture just because I was born deep in black culture. I didn't know nothing about no ugliest people on the planet, you know, least attractive being black women. That was not my reality. 
And I remember saying something about, forget that, black women are magic, black girls are magic. Her idea started trending thanks to its popularity within black Twitter. It gave me a space to say something that I felt like needed to be said. And it gave me an audience and it gave me reception, you know, that I don't think I would have gotten anywhere else. So black Twitter is super important to me. It means a lot to have that support and people thinking and moving the same way you do in response to the things that would undo us. Black Girl Magic is now way bigger than Twitter. It's used on Facebook, it's used on Instagram, it's used in magazine articles. It's even a song on the TV show Empire. It can be anything from like Serena Williams winning, like let's say the championship to regular old me getting employee of the month at my job or something like that, you know, or anything in between. And I think that there's magic in and for every black woman, every black woman all around the world. Uh, I did not like it. That's Dr. Linda Chavers, another black woman who'd grown up in D.C. Do you remember what you first thought about it? Like what your initial impressions were? (laughs) I bristled. Mm. I bristled at it. I still do. Dr. Chavers is a resident dean of Harvard College and a lecturer in the African-American Studies Department. I caught her on her cell in between errands and meetings one weekend. She told me that this idea, that Black women are magic, felt exclusionary. I felt that the phrase, the way it's used, both pulls us in and then pushes the rest of, the rest of us out. Chavers has multiple sclerosis. At the beginning of 2016, she decided to write an essay for Elle about the hashtag. She wrote, As someone who has lived with a chronic and curable illness MS for almost 10 years, I know that illness and disability can make the person who has it feel like a failure. She can carry around a sense that she did something wrong. She might think that if she'd just done something different, something better, something magical, then maybe things would not be as they are. Chavers needed to proclaim that Black girls aren't magical. We're human. At what point did you decide to write that L piece? I had actually written it on my own for some time because I, like I said earlier, I really bristled at it. So for me, when I have like an emotional reaction, I, I let it simmer for a while. That could be days, weeks, months. Um, I guess in this case, it was really like a year. Um, and then I kept going back to this piece, like writing back and forth, back and forth. That decision to criticize the term and to do it publicly put it on the receiving end of an online backlash. I was just mostly taken aback because I'd never been dragged on social media like that. I think it was just any anyone would react to being to being dragged, and you know, it was uh, an experience. <laughs> it, I did not expect that. My best friend called me the day it came out, and I. I told I kind of told her I was I was not doing well, and she said why, and I said, "Just Google me." <laughs> Some people said they disagreed or thought she misinterpreted the hashtag. Some comments got kind of harsh. One person tweeted, "Just because you hate yourself doesn't mean you have to project it onto every other black woman." Another person wrote, "I don't have a single solitary fuck to give about Elle magazine or Linda Chaver's opinion." The Twitter sphere had really adopted this hashtag and promoted it, and the Twitter sphere was going to defend it. But here's my question. Why is that a bad thing? 
Why is that a bad thing that mm. women of color, specifically black women, are seen as strong? They can do it all. They're amazing. I mean, don't we all, as women even, just, I mean, take away the whole race thing. Don't we all want to be seen that way? I mean, we all, all are incredibly powerful, awesome women, right? As a gender. Sure. <laughs> sure, I think that's true. But I also think that, I think that there are so few ideas in society of how you can exist as a black woman. And so if like one of the, f and there are so many negative stereotypes. So if one of the few stereotypes is as a strong black woman or as like a magical black girl, if if that's one of the only ways that you can fit in, it's easy to kind of feel like, well, like I don't actually like live up to that. I don't live up to this ideal that's being created. I'm being put on a pedestal. Um, for something that like I can't attain. And so I think that's what kind of Chavers is getting at. I think that's, you know, one of the critiques I hear around like the strong black women um, is that like sometimes like you just don't feel that way and it feels like you're not allowed to like fall short of those expectations. And so I think that's what gets really frustrating for people. Does it feel like women, black women are being pigeonholed in a certain way? Because I think even as an Indian woman, I feel like if I'm not an overachiever, super awesome, super smart, super good at math, then I am not living up to my standard of Indian awesomeness. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. And I think those are all positive things, right? And, I, you know, when people talk about, like, the model minority, certainly, like, you know, Indians are kind of put into that category. Um, but the, the downside of that is that, like, you're not actually allowed to have a more complex humanity because I think that like part of just being a person is that like sometimes you really like succeed and you're doing really awesome things. And then sometimes you just like feel like you just messed up or <laughs> like feel like you're just like constantly falling short of something. Um, and so I think what there's really a desire for um, with the, the critique of things like black girl magic is to say like, okay, look, there's like a range of how we can exist in this world. And it's not always performing at like a, in a certain way. If that, if that makes sense, it can it can just feel it can just feel too limiting. Do, yeah. do, do you feel like there's Indian girl magic? I wish there was a hashtag <laughs> called Indian girl magic, but honestly, because people pigeonhole us, it would probably mm. have to do something with like being a doctor or being good at math <laughs> or being a really smart engineer. Mm. And to this entire conversation's point. We're human. Right. Um, I am not that person. Mm -hmm. I listen to the Smiths. I listen to Joy Division. <laughs> I'm sort of goth. As you can see, I'm wearing all black right yes. now. So you're right. I mean, let's humanize women instead of maybe hashtagging them and putting them into this little box. Right. Between planning for the holidays and balancing the rest of your life, it sometimes feels like cheese and crackers is a totally acceptable dinner. Yes, I've done that, but I don't like cheese, so I, I do crackers and hummus. That's why Sunbasket is here to help. So Sunbasket makes it super easy to stick to your healthy habits and cook delicious meals at home. You pick from 12 weekly recipes, and they deliver organic and clean ingredients right to your door. It all comes in a little paper bag with instructions and it's all pre-measured and, and it's tr truly amazing. And it all takes less than 30 minutes. So it's as easy as going to the Sunbasket app and picking from a delicious menu full of choices. They have gluten-free, they have lean and clean, they have paleo, they have vegetarian. The vegetarian one is delicious, highly recommended. And Sunbasket works with the best organic farms and suppliers to bring you fresh seasonal produce that is organic, non-GMO. So this holiday season, skip the grocery store. Oh my God, skip the lines and the parking lot madness. Discover how easy it is to get healthy, clean meals on the table with Sunbasket.
Go to sunbasket.com slash divided today to learn more and get $35 off your free order. That's sunbasket.com slash divided. You'll get $35 off. That's a lot of money. Sunbasket.com slash divided. In the same way that the Black Girl Magic hashtag was a welcome symbol for some women, Traver's critique of it really resonated with other women. It really helped them breathe a little more easily. Kashan read the L article when it came out. She's really not too bothered by it. She has her own critiques of the hashtag, at least the way in which she's seen it evolve. There are people, who, and this saddens me to no end, there are people, there are Black women who really feel left out. You know, left out. And it that bothers me so much because... They feel left out because they don't meet a certain standard. Like, some people think that black girl magic is only for the Michelle Obamas of the world, the Tracy Ellis Rosses of the world, you know, or the Serena Williams, to go back to her, or people who have accomplished major things in life. They feel like because they're poor or the so-called hood rat or disabled or trans or they've been incarcerated or they don't know how to blend their makeup right yet or different things like that they feel like this is not for them when I created it and I'm definitely one of those women I grew up in the hood you know I grew up poor for the most part I still don't know how to blend my makeup right without a little help you know I'm not anywhere near the level of accomplishment as Mrs. Obama, but I don't feel like that makes me any less than she is. And I don't think that minimizes my black girl magic at all. And every time I get a chance to speak about it, I like to remind people that a hood girl started black girl magic. She says every woman has accomplishments worth promoting. Kashan still gets emails and tweets from women thanking her. It's just been great to hear those stories. It's so heartwarming because this is what I wanted. I wanted black women to remember who they are. I wanted something to go against the bad things that people just think about us. And it was almost like a blurt, like I blurted it out and just now it's all over the world. And I never thought it would happen like that. For the show, Divide States of Women, um, the video series, we interviewed Ushi Raymond, who's a fat positive activist. And she specifically talks about how this is a grassroots movement, but often the money, the um, attention or the credit doesn't actually go to those women. Has Black Girl Magic been able to preserve that grassroots energy? I think... Hmm. So I think what Kashan would say is probably not. Um, I think one of the things that she finds frustrating is that it, it has kind of become the like the Beyonce's of the world right. that get tagged with this like right. black girl magic. And so it's like if you're really fabulous and you're <laughs> performing right. and, you know, you have all the expensive clothing and you're really well put together. But um, I think one of the things that's really important to her is to kind of push back against that and say like no 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 like I grew up in the hood like this is for like everyone mm-hmm. um and so I, I still think there is a that spirit of like kind of like this still exists like for those of us like on the ground like everyday mm-hmm. women um but certainly it can kind of like move into that space of kind of being used to to like leave people out of that right can you talk more about that is it purely sort of celebrity status or are there other markers of you know, who gets to be celebrated in terms of black women? I think partially celebrity status, but also um, I would say class is a big part of that. You know, it's 
you know, I just got my, I just graduated from college with honors, Black Girl Magic. It's, mm. you know, we're at brunch drinking our like bottomless mimosas, Black Girl Magic. Um, and so these are like really things that are really like markers of like middle class black women or like upper class black women. And so I think for her, like maybe like poorer women wouldn't see themselves in that or women who like dropped out of school wouldn't see themselves or women who um, have spent time behind bars wouldn't necessarily feel a part of that. And so I think for her, there's a frustration that she's saying like, no, 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 no. Um, (laughs) Like Mm. this is um, this really is for all of us. And like there are accomplishments in every walks of life. Um, just because she (laughs) just because like Michelle Obama is first lady doesn't mean that like and like absolutely epitomizes black girl magic in a lot of ways. It's not just that. It's not just the Ivy League graduates or the people with like that are, you know, presenting themselves with like J. Crew or in a certain polished kind of way. Right. So but basically, you know, Kashan was receptive to the nuances and, you know, those nuances being added to the conversation around the hashtag. Absolutely. I think she never said this, but my sense of her (laughs) is that she would still feel that someone like Linda Chavers does epitomize black girl magic um, because she's like kind of she's out there and she's like living her life like in the way that she wants to. And that feels Mm. true to her. And that's something that's really special and important. So, I mean, I really think that like at the end of the day, this term is about like just like recognizing that there is good in everyone. Mm. (laughs) And that's like a really kind of like s- simple idea and it's 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 making it specific to to black women and to black girls but it's really about just like recognizing the good that can exist all over the place right right and also you know that a lot of if if you don't feel like black girl magic it's not your fault and that there are like societal problems right like you know the reason why living with a disability is so difficult in our society is is often because the world is not accessible and um you know it's so so it's not the person that's broken it's actually the world that's broken and so it can sort of open up conversations about how to resolve those things that are outside of you know your own personal willingness to see things in a positive light if you know there are real societal barriers that you're sort of experiencing Right. It's like, what are the things that are actually like holding us back and Mm. all of the reasons that like some of us don't feel as special as other people? Um, I also like one of the ways that I kind of think about this tension within like, do people agree with the term black girl magic? Do they not? Is how a lot of how a lot of people, especially like within the black community, will kind of say like, oh, I like I see God in you, like or sort of like these like religious sentiments mm. that like for some people, like that just doesn't really resonate. Mm. But for other people, it's just saying like, you know, like I, I, I see like goodness in you. And I you know, like mm. I, some people are kind of operating from this sense of like faith. And I think some people might read that as like, oh, you're expecting me to be perfect. Right. But for others, they're saying, like, no. Um, or maybe some people mm-hmm. do have that expectation of perfection. Mm. Um, but it's sometimes more complicated in the way that people actually intend mm. the term. Right. But in a way, you know, yeah, Linda Schaefer's and, and Kashan uh, be- believe the same thing or, you know, sort of ha- maintain the same value that black girls are amazing. Um, they just have a different understanding of what that term means to them. Right. So in, in sort of what you're saying, saying, you know, I-, I see God in you for one person, it's perceived in a certain way, but the intention is good. Yeah. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that, like, the critique is invalid because, mm, right. <laughs> you know, someone's receiving that a certain way. That's, right. There's a reason for it. But, um, yeah, I, th- I still think, I think it's just like a – it's all about a statement of, like, worthiness at mm. the end of the day, I think, mm. for both of them. Right. 
Well, thank you so much, writer and producer Aisha Turner, for bringing this incredible story to our uh, listeners. We really, really appreciate you joining us today. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for listening to Divided States of Women. Don't forget to tell your friends to listen to us every week we're Uh on. We drop on Thursdays. Tell people, tweet about it. Review. Uh, Please review. review. Even if it's negative, we want to hear it. Yeah, we'll hear it. We'll take constructive criticism. Yeah, we adore you guys. Yes. Divided States of Women is executive produced by David Goodman, Heatha Herzog, Nisha Kerwa, and me, Liz Plank.